At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, it's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be a better and especially a great day to be with you. One Amal Shah Femi Benfe here filling in for Mike Palm. This is Odds On coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. It's been a while, buddy. It has. How you been? I've been good. Been good. Been betting on a lot of draft props and such. You've been dabbling a little bit. I I have only one prop right now, which is a wide receivers over five and a half. Don't have anything else. Very good. Not a lot has jumped out to me, but I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit later on. Looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Because I thought this is a pretty difficult draft to somewhat handicap. Mm-hmm. No, it really has been. I mean, a lot of new combinations of GMs and head coaches. Yeah. We don't really have a lot of history to go off of, but that's what makes it fun. And we're going to have fun over the next 60 minutes. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Amal Shah 1, at Femi Abebefe. Coming up, great guest joining us at 1130 today, Christopher Sullivan. Former U.S. men's national team soccer player will help us preview the UEFA Champions League semifinals. Got a big match between Man City and Real Madrid, the first leg at the top of the hour. We'll also continue to preview the draft in about 15 minutes. Talking number one pick, is there value in the market? Head-to-heads and much more. A look at the NHL slate in about 45 minutes to end the show. But first, we begin with the NBA playoffs. And my goodness, Brooklyn Nets, preseason favorites, swept out in the first round. Yeah, I'll tell you what, these favorites didn't do too well this year. The Lakers were expected to win an <laughs> yeah. NBA title. Uh, they finished, I believe, uh, 11th. Well, which 11th would be great in most things in life if you include the entire <laughs> world. But when there's only, what, 15 teams in the West, that's not necessarily a good performance. Um, you mentioned it, Brooklyn. I thought that game one loss had a lingering effect, and I was a little bit surprised. And then collapsing in the fourth quarter in Boston in game mm-hmm. two, yeah. and this team really went south. Yeah, game two was the one that I think has really got away from the Brooklyn Nets. They're up. 20-something points, and then that lead got cut to about 11 or so at halftime. Then the Boston was able to get back into it. But Brooklyn kicking themselves, a lot of question marks around this team. Celtics, they win game four, get the series sweep there as one-and-a-half-point dogs. The game goes over the total of 222. Also in the Eastern Conference, though, the Raptors. How about this? The Toronto Raptors have won two straight games after going down 3-0. They win outright 103-88 to as nine-point underdogs. The game goes under 211 and a half. And to steal a line from you, Amal, are them Sixers in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems like it. You know, Femi, I always, always felt in a seven-game series, if you're down 3-0, and if you're the team that has games three, four, and six at home, you've got to get game four, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the tough one for me is game five. You have to steal that game on the road. Game six, now you feel pretty good about your chances because you're on your home floor in Toronto. And then game seven, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. It's game five that's generally so crucial. We saw the Cavs do it against the Warriors. 
when uh, Draymond was suspended, they find a way through, get game six, and then in game seven, they win that series. Now, same opportunity for the Toronto Raptors here. They're going to go back home, and with the 76ers ailing a little bit, no Matisse Thibel in this return trip. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, Joel Embiid's thumb injury has been the big development here out of this series. Now, the Toronto has been without Fred Van Vliet for the last couple games, but Embiid with that thumb, clearly not himself. He played at an MVP caliber level this season because of the injury. Are the Raptors live? Because I'm looking at the series price. Sixers still minus 800, Raptors plus 550 to win the series. Would you dabble on Toronto? Uh, you know, I, I think the opportunity is somewhat gone because you could have gotten them at 25 to 1 and some yeah. other crazy numbers. I saw a friend of mine offshore get them at 59 to 1. Oh my gosh. And so there were some great opportunities there. But I would say this that I, I think there's still very much a chance for them here. They win game six. Game seven, again, anything can happen. I point back to that Toronto-Philadelphia series back in, I think it was 01, uh, might have been 02, whatever the year was. Mm -hmm. Vince Carter misses a shot late. Yep. They end up losing that game, by, I think, by two points. So this one is another one we could see come down to a game seven scenario. And I'm holding on to a plus 70, uh, 725 ticket on the Raptors to win in seven. I bet that before the series. I didn't know what the order of operation was going to be. <laughs> They're going to go down three games to nothing here. So, obviously, wish I could have dove in mid-series. They're getting a 59-1. to My goodness. That is a hefty, hefty ticket. But the Raptors, in my opinion, are live to win this series. Plus 550, if you think that they can pull it off, is a juicy price there. Um, the Utah Jazz. It looks like it's starting to fall apart for Utah here. Last night in Dallas, Luka Doncic was absolutely on fire. Dallas beats up Utah 102 to 77. Mavericks cover easily as three-point favorites. Game goes well under the total of 212 and a half. And it looks like this is Dallas going to fly into the second round unless Utah can maybe come up with a stand at home in game six. Yeah, you know, one thing last night, the end of the third quarter, Femi, it was about a 28-29 point lead for the Jazz. And I said, take all your starters out if you're Utah. And then we see with about four and a half minutes to go, Donovan Mitchell has a hamstring issue. Yep. I don't understand. You're not going to come back from that many points down. Now, they did make a quick push to cut it to 22, so you thought, okay, maybe we can cut into this thing. But it felt like Dallas was not going to relinquish the lead. Why keep those guys in the game? You got a crucial game coming up at home, and then you got a return trip. I tell you, Utah's on the ropes right now. I mean, their corner's ready to throw in the towel. Yeah, I mean, and they got the gift of – Luka being hurt to start yeah. the series there, and they couldn't really take advantage of it. That game three loss where they just get beat up at home. I mean, that was just an inexplicable defeat there for the Jazz. With Luka back, is Dallas a potential dark horse? to win? Now, they still have to take care of business in this series, but are they a potential dark horse? Because we've seen Phoenix now struggle against New Orleans. Devin Booker, we'll see what his health status is if they're able to get past the Pelicans. But this Dallas team with Luka, they've been playing really well ever since they made this trade for Dinwiddie, and they've now just picked it back up with him back in the lineup. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the defense. Look at Utah last night. Three for 30. Three for 30. Reson let that resonate for Yikes. a second from the three-point line. And then Dallas doesn't do that much better. I mean, obviously, percentage-wise, 18% better, but 12 for 43. Um, I think if you're the Mavericks, you're going to have to shoot the ball well if you're going to have an opportunity. But having a score, a bona fide superstar score like Luka Doncic, I think this team's got a great chance. I was not buying into this team. I've been very slow to the party on the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. I think when you look at the fact that Phoenix is dealing with injuries, I'm not even convinced the Suns come out of this series yet. No, I'm not. And <laughs> so they got to get through this one. You look at Golden State. They're playing extremely well. I think they'll get through uh, Denver in five games. But for me, the question mark is then, does Dallas with their defense present enough of a challenge where they could potentially pull an upset if you have an injury? If the Warriors were to have an injury along the way, mm -hmm. I think Dallas has a great chance to come out of the West. I'm not saying I would go bet them immediately, yeah. but I think it's predicated upon is Golden State completely healthy throughout the postseason? You know, we've seen Middleton get hurt for the Bucs. We've seen Booker for Phoenix. All these injuries become a factor throughout. Dallas at DraftKings, plus 600 to win the Western Conference of the Warriors. Now the new favorites at plus 130. This Dallas team, they, just, they intrigued me so much with Luka back there. They're playing really great defense. And the Western Conference as a whole, because Phoenix, they look vulnerable. Like yeah. you mentioned them against New Orleans. I mean, the best player in that series is Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Right now, he's been playing terrific out there. And the fact that they're on the ropes against the Pelicans, they're going to have to expend a lot of energy now playing a Dallas team that's going to be really tricky. I mean, I don't think Phoenix got plus 230 there. They were, I think they were almost even money to start the playoffs to win the West. And here we are now. They're no longer the favorites. You know, I think the the composition of the New Orleans Pelicans is not accurate in this sense. They got C.J. McCollum for the final quarter of the year. Yeah. If they had him for the previous 55, 60 games or however many games he played in the regular season they there, been much better. they would have been a much better team. Their seating would not be where it is. And you can see the difference. Imagine if this team had Zion. I think they're <laughs> a legitimate threat in the Western Conference. 
you know, I don't know if Zion is on the Ben Simmons plan. Try to make $40 million <laughs> without playing. I know he's not making that kind of money, but still. He's doing 360 dunks. So what I, exactly is ailing you from playing? I, I don't understand it. And Ben Simmons is obviously getting a lot of flack and deservedly so for what's been going on over there in Brooklyn. But you don't see Ben Simmons before the game doing windmill dunks or whatever. Like Zion, the fact that he's kind of gone unscathed in all of this, and maybe because we all like him and all that, but it's like, what is like, if you can do that, and Reggie Miller calls it out on the broadcast, he's like, can you give me 15 minutes? He's absolutely right about that. It's not, look, it's not that I dislike Ben Simmons. My thing is, when you look at a lot of great players, they've always battled through injuries. They, they have toughness to them. And that's what you want out of a superstar player. You want somebody that goes out and battles. I don't think anyone's ever going to sit there and complain when a player, like, you remember when Phillip Rivers got a lot of credit and LaDainian Tomlinson got a lot of um, just absolutely vitriol because he didn't play with the injury and Phillip yep. uh, Rivers kind of, you know, fought through it. You want guys that have a certain amount of toughness. I can remember Bernie Kosar playing on a broken ankle or leg or whatever it was. That's what you want. You want guys that are willing to give it their all. Look, you can say whatever you want about Embiid. He's got a torn ligament in his thumb. I'm sure it's not without pain and, you know, causing him discomfort. Yeah. But he's out there battling. That's all you can ask. Now, if they come up short in a 3-0 lead, you'd get a lot of blame. But yeah. at the end of the day, I still give them a ton of credit for going out there and battling. Yeah, I don't think the Philly fans are going to want to hear about any injuries yeah. if they blow this lead with a 3-0 lead. No team has ever done that in NBA history. we got a couple minutes left in this segment. Let's start turning our attention to the games that we have going on tonight. Atlanta Hawks taking on the Miami Heat there in Game 5. The Heat have a 3-1 series lead. Six and a half point favorites right now. The total hovering around 217. Anything for you on the side or total in this game? Is it Miami just closes them out? Yeah, I think this thing is done. Um, you know, Miami, if you look at it, outside of the fourth quarter collapse against Atlanta, this team has really dominated this series. It really hasn't been close. That's why I'm surprised this number is showing as cheap as, as it is at six and a half. Uh, to me, this Miami team right now, even without Ky uh, Kyle Lowry in the lineup, mm -hmm. they should have no problem beating this team. I think the loss of Lou Williams for Atlanta has had an impact on them, but not enough to make up for the deficiencies they've had against the Heat. Yeah, and I think they're going to be extra motivated, too, to try to win this and close this out now so that maybe Lowry can get some rest if this Toronto and Philadelphia series continues to go long. If it goes to a seven game there, then you can get squeeze in a couple days for Kyle Lowry. But yeah, the Heat team, I have a five to one ticket on Miami to win the Eastern Conference because I thought they were a little disrespected in the odds market. Now, Boston looks like a world beater on the other side of the bracket. Milwaukee is on the other side of the bracket as well. But I think that is going to be a very, very fascinating way that this kind of Eastern Conference can play out at least later on in this playoff. I think that's a great bet, but not only that, I've never seen a one seed be so disrespected, yeah. right? Like, I mean, with a good coach too. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get lucky over 82 games. You might get lucky for a week or 10 days. What have you, you might have a Jeremy Lin type of run for 15, 20 games <laughs> or Marquise Daniels and the Mavericks sign you to a long-term deal for no reason. But to me, when you look at some of these teams like Miami, they play defense. They've got a playmaker in Jimmy Butler. They've got good pieces around him. Uh, I just don't get the fact that nobody's talking about this team. Yeah, we will see how it unfolds in the Eastern Conference. But first, the VEASAN betting experts have put together everything you need to bet on the draft this week. The VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide has mock drafts, analysis for every NFL team, odds, and best bets for the first round. Get the VEASAN NFL Draft Betting Guide today at only $10. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft. And on the other side, we will talk draft props. This is Odds On. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Odds on with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so visit zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is Odds On, coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe filling in for Mike Palm, rolling alongside Amal Shah here. And in about 15 minutes, we have Christopher Sullivan joining us to break down the UEFA Champions League. You want to stick around for that one. Man City, Real Madrid kicking off at the top of the hour. But first, let's talk about the NFL Draft, which kicks off here in Las Vegas in two days. Are you getting jacked up for this? I mean, the, they already got the strip closed down and stuff. I know it's getting a little... The ruckus at the Bellagio and all that's all that's going on there. I can't wait for it to be over. Are you kidding? It's <laughs> the, the, a nightmare. Because you, yeah, you, you dabble around those parts. So. You can't, it's it's an absolute nightmare going anywhere. I mean, you got two <laughs> of five lanes in front of the Bellagio called closed. Give me a break. Can you imagine on the 405 or on 75 in Atlanta if they My close goodness. close 40 percent of the lanes, people would lose their marbles. Yeah, 600,000 people I think is the estimated folks in attendance here for the draft. Which I mean, I hope they have a good time. I will be uh, I will be working or watching on the on MI, MI. people excited to see their teams finish 22nd next year. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it, my my favorite is they boo guys that, they but they boo guys they don't even know. <laughs> I never heard of this yeah. guy. Maybe if you watch some college football, you would know who the guy is. Philadelphia Eagle fans famously booed Donovan McNabb there when he was picked second overall. They wanted Ricky Williams, but it worked out for the Eagles. At least they made it to some conference championship games and won Super Bowl. Yeah, but I if, they had some clock, if they had some clock management, they could have won that Super Bowl. <laughs> they could have. They could have. Um, let's talk about the top of the draft, though, because yeah. we saw the big news yesterday there. Trayvon Walker surpassing Aiden Hutchinson as the new betting favorite. He, I believe he's the fourth favorite to go number one overall since the draft process started back in about December around that time there. But he's anywhere around minus 200 to minus 225 at DraftKings. You can still find a minus 190. But do you think there's any value on Hutchinson? Because we see this move. But it's not really like the coming from the Jags coming out and saying, we're taking Walker. This is more so people connecting the dots with bulky and arm length. Yeah, I think this is all speculation. So if somebody feels strongly about Hutchison or anybody else, I think they can take the shot. I don't think Iquano's off the table yet either mm -hmm. because you really don't know. It, you know, I equate this to like a poker game, right? You're not going to tell your opponent what you're going to do. Yep. And I don't know why people think that this is going to be the way it is. A lot of it's speculation based on what the agents tell them. Here's the other thing. I don't know who Trayvon Walker's agent is, but he might be putting it out there, right? Like he may be tight with certain people that disseminated information for the right price. Yeah. And so they're going out there and putting this information, trying to influence. The bottom line is, we really don't know what Jacksonville is going to do. I think they can go in a variety of different directions. They need an offensive lineman just as well as they need help on the defense to help Josh Allen. Um, I do believe, though, if Hutchison falls to two, Detroit has to take him. Yeah, that, that seems like that's the only thing that we can guess, foresee. If Hutchinson doesn't go one, he likely goes two to the Detroit Lions there. But Walker is interesting because I know people around the NFL said, hey, he's not some fast riser. We all thought he was a top 10 pick early on around the fall and then later on in December. But we watched quite a bit of college football. And college football, the biggest story of the season was that Georgia Bulldogs defense. But it was Jordan Davis. It was N'Kobe Dean. Walker didn't really get all the pub. But the NFL folks 
seem to think his best days are ahead of him. I think you bring up a great point. If you look at the Georgia defensive line, it was always the conversation about Jordan Davis, and you see Nicobe Dean wins the uh, the Butkus Award. He mm-hmm. had a tremendous year, uh, and and I would agree with you. I, I think Walker's not the first guy that the average person would have thought of in terms of going first overall, but maybe the workouts, the interview process with Jacksonville went extremely well, and there's a potential for him to go number one. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, if you look at it historically from Georgia, outside of Thomas Davis and Champ Bailey, a lot of defensive players that have come out of there have not necessarily performed at a level yeah. that you would want for a player to be drafted that highly. So remains to be seen how he does, but hopefully he does great for whether it's the Jaguars or whichever team he goes to. Yeah, no, I took some Walker yesterday at minus 180 because I had some Aquano tickets from earlier on mm-hmm. in the draft process, and I was like, okay, I think – we can kind of narrow it down to these two, Walker or Aquano, because Doug Peterson seems to be a fan of Iki Aquano, the NC State offensive tackle. So I'm hoping that it's not Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> it's pretty much, or if it is Aiden Hutchinson, I hope I find out where I'm near my cell phone and can make some adjustments there to be able to get out of this cleanly. But an interesting thing about this, not only the number one overall pick, but the quarterbacks in this draft. And I think this is the fascinating part because Everyone wants to know where these quarterbacks are going. Some people think we might see two go in the first round. Some people think there might be as many as five, but we have the over-unders for four marquee prospects at the quarterback position here. Malik Willis is the favorite to go first among these quarterbacks. I mean, across the board, you can see him anywhere from 10 and a half to 15 and a half is his draft position. Kenny Pickett has kind of settled in in the teens there, 14 and a half to 16 and a half. Ritter's been a guy who's been rising up the mock drafts as a team that are a guy that teams like around the league. Matt Corral, they're seen as a fringe first rounder, maybe a day two guy, but anywhere that you would kind of attack with these QBs and their draft position. Yeah, I would look at Kenny Pickett over. Um, I see Circus got him 16 and a half draft King, same thing. Bet Rivers mm-hmm. 14 and a half. So pretty big discrepancy there. Um, you know, Willis again, Bet Rivers 10 and a half circa 15 and a half. So a wide gap as well. I don't look. I think Kenny Pickett's got a chance to be pretty good. I like Matt Corral's moxie. I think Malik Willis has got some talent. I thought he was undervalued when he was at Auburn. Transfers up to uh, Liberty, does a tremendous job there. I, the one guy I don't like in this trip, I don't like Desmond Ritter. I, I don't think he's particularly good. I wouldn't draft him. I w- if I'm going to take him, I would take him in the third round or later. He doesn't throw the ball with tremendous accuracy. You need a quarterback who's accurate in the National Football League. Yeah. You make some Aaron throws. You know, they had a monster tight end there who could erase a lot of the bad throws by Ritter. I, I'm just not a big fan of his. I think Matt Corral is probably one of the toughest quarterbacks I've seen in a long time. If I got an all-fight team, my first two <laughs> selections are Drake London and Matt Corral. He's already been in fights yeah. in his history. <laughs> I mean, so give me, give me those two guys. I know we're going to survive. We're coming out of there okay. But um, I, I just don't think Desmond Ritter's that good. It's interesting because you remember EJ Manuel in the 2013 draft and like he was seen as a guy that's a second round pick, maybe maybe a third round pick, but then he went to the senior bowl, had a great week, one senior bowl MVP of the game or whatever, and all the teams raved about how he interviewed. And people that know EJ Manuel have always said that he's a great human being, he wows you, he has a command in the room. Could this kind of be that same situation with Desmond Ritter to where now that the football has ended, He's now going through these interviews, going through the pre-draft visits, and all indications have pointed to that Ritter has knocked out these interviews out of the park. Maybe that's why we're seeing the teams maybe talk themselves into Ritter going in the first round. Well, if Desmond's looking for a job post-football, it'll help him out, okay? I'm not worried about how well the guy interviews. E.J. Manuel couldn't play at Florida State. Christian Ponder couldn't play at Florida State. Somehow these guys both wound up in the first round. How'd they do? My point is, if you don't play well on Saturdays, what makes people think they're going to perform? I, you know, there are guys that didn't pan out Achilles Smith, Joey Harrington, but they at least performed. They yeah, they were yeah. good on Saturdays. <laughs> Give me a guy that performs. I look at Desmond Ritter. If you go back and look at the game against Bama and you look at some of the other games, there are throws that are behind receivers on slants. He's not accurate. He's not a guy I would take. I don't care that you interview well. I need to know a guy can throw the ball with accuracy. Mm-hmm. Just because you're, you know, look, you could be a great leader, but yep. at the end of the day, if you don't perform, the team's not going to care. And that's what it comes down to. I just don't think he's, he's that good. You know, the completion percentage to me is probably the most inaccurate, most skewed stat in all of football. Because so many of these plays are check down swings to the running mm-hmm. back. What does that mean? G- give me an accuracy on real throws, on slants with pressure, those types of things. Let's see how good you are. I, I just think when you look at Cincinnati, what, 9 out of their 12, 13 games, they probably didn't face any real competition. Yeah. They're just better than probably you know 75% of the teams they play. And I, I just don't think Ritter's that good. Completion percentage is a stat that just shows you the rate at which the ball didn't hit the ground. 
Like that's, that's all it is. It's like it, it, it's like you mentioned. Like it's yeah. not an accuracy set because you can a receiver can still catch a ball that's behind them. Yeah, absolutely. And all that stuff. It just shows me, hey, sixty four percent of the time or sixty five percent of the time, the ball didn't hit the ground when you threw the football. Like that's all it tells me. What the completion percentage and different offenses are more skewed to having higher completion percentages from what we know from the college game. Ritter though, his head to head with Matt Corral at Bet Rivers. This odds company for our friends over at Bet Rivers. Ritter is minus one twenty five to be drafted first. Corral is the minus one or 104 dog there. There's been whispers about Atlanta maybe liking Matt Corral, Seattle possibly liking Corral. Pete Carroll has ties to that L.A. area where Corral is from. Would you maybe take a shot on Corral at minus 104? Or do you think that one of these NFL teams is just going to take Ritter high and regret it later? You know, I, I don't know. It's hard to say See, because it really comes down to what's your preference. If you're, mm. if you're a team, you mentioned Seattle. Maybe they like Matt Corral. Maybe another side doesn't. It, it all depends on how a team views them. And I think it's hard to make a wager based on speculation without something concrete, right? Like when you bet on games, you can use statistical analysis. You can look at teams and how they play and perform maybe against common opponents or previous uh, times, how they faced against faced off against that opponent. This one, let's be real here. This is all speculation. A lot of information that's disseminated is not accurate. It's just kind of something that someone believes or perceives to be the case. You know, if I tweet out, if I had a big following on social media and I tweet out, hey, Desmond Ritter is going to go to team number X, Y, or Z at 17, the number will drop here based on what? (laughs) Twitter. Yeah, it's so (laughs) stupid. That, that, that's the draft process in a nutshell. You know, I mean, that's I mean, that was the number three overall pick last year with the San Francisco 49ers when they had it when it was Mac Jones or Trey Lance or Justin Fields or whatever. And it's all these speculations and teams, like you said at the beginning of the segment, are incentivized to lie. Yeah, like it is a poker game. You don't want to let, show people your hand before the draft. On the other side, Christopher Sullivan will join us. He's not going to lie. He's only telling us truth about the Champions League. This is Odds On on Visa. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. This is Odds On coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Amal Shah here. And we got a big, big match coming up in the Champions League at the top of the hour between Manchester City and Real Madrid. And to help us get ready for said match, we bring in Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team soccer player, played overseas as well. Christopher, we appreciate you joining us on the program. It's the first time we've talked. So I want to ask you off the bat, is this the year that Man City finally gets over the Champions League hurdle? Great question. I, I mean, I think there are more poised right now today uh, in the current form. It's always about the form of the day, but this is a tricky tournament for Man City, especially with the run of five league games left uh, with, with their nemesis right now, Liverpool, that arguably, you know, pound for pound is the best team in the world. So I think it, you could definitely see them in the final. The two Spanish teams will have a say, particularly 13-time European champion Real Madrid under Carlo Ancelotti, who's won it twice as a player. He's won it three times as a coach. So, I mean, it's going to be challenging, but Man City under Pep Guardiola, I mean, they have everything to play for here. Uh, I, I like the fact that they're playing the first leg at home against mm-hmm. Real Madrid, and and um, I, I think it lines up well for them, particularly knowing that Pep knows how to go to the Bernabeu and get a result in the second leg. Uh, so I think as as a betting as a better Man City in this particular match, you got to go incrementally match to match. You can't look over, you know, the two legs. And I think that here they they look good for the uh, the first leg. Having said that, you know they've been playing a lot of matches in short amount of time. And Real Madrid is well rested. They've been well rotated. Playing no Sasuna on the weekend. They've rested players. Uh, so they come in. They'll play a low block. It'll be challenging for Man City, but I like if I was going to bet this particular match, Femi, what I would do is take um, Man City over 1.5 minus 185 or the money line minus 200 for this particular match. 
Christopher, I love the assessment there yeah. of that matchup. And by the way, I put on some cufflinks for you today. You're usually our best-dressed <laughs> guest. I didn't want to disappoint you. I had to step my game up. We're in the Champions League semifinals here. But, you know, the one thing, that. <laughs> I, I tell you, if you are Man City, I thought you brought up a great point. I love the fact that they open at the Etihad. I think this is so important for them, more so than for Real Madrid. The question for you, though, is can they negate what Benzema was able to do against Chelsea? I thought he was the difference despite the fact that he's 34, still playing like a young Kareem Benzema, has been terrific. And you brought up the point. This team is experienced. They know what to do. I don't think this is going to be easy for Man City, but they can, can they slow him down and keep him off the score sheet? Yeah, I, you know, first of all, I just got to go back like four or five years ago when I was doing a show on SiriusXM, all the pundits were taking shots at Benzema, and really, it was Zinedine Zidane as the ambassador under Florentino Perez. Before he had the, the job, uh, Jose Mourinho was in, in position there at Real Madrid. They wanted to sell him. And he was smart enough to say, no, keep Benzema. This guy is a jewel. And he's come good. And now everybody's on the other end, you know, talking about him as the greatest forward right now currently in European football. Um, you know, it, it depends a lot on Modric, Modric, how he goes as well. And Benzema, I think it'll be difficult to produce the same type of result, but he's in his hottest form right now. So it obviously could have it, particularly the chemistry with Vincius. They're, they're starting to have a better understanding as well. But I think in this particular match, Man City, you know, yeah, you could be vulnerable, especially if you're trying to impose yourself and dominate possession that you could get caught out of a low block in that quick, quick transition. Think about how they did it against Bayern Munich a few years ago when they won Champions League. The same way coming out of low position through Benzema and connecting and, and scoring. But I, I, I would have to give the favorite edge in this particular match here to Man City. We're speaking with Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. men's national team soccer player, played overseas as well. Looking at the other semifinal, this one kicks off tomorrow afternoon. Villarreal and Liverpool. Liverpool's minus 660 to advance to the final. They're the favorite over at DraftKings, plus 110 to lift the trophy when all is said and done. Is there anything that Villarreal can do? Do they have any sort of advantages that they can attack Liverpool here, or is this just the Reds going away? They, they definitely can. I mean, you have to give them uh, credibility and credence. Uh, you know, taking down Bayern Munich, which uh, has always been a European power, speaks uh, volumes for their ability, especially under Unai Emery, who knows how to execute a European uh, football night, right? And, and, and their team can score. They're very good on, on, on the break. Uh, they have quality in scoring. Having said that, they've been scored upon seven out of ten matches that they played. They were 2-0 on the weekend against Valencia. But I do believe that Liverpool, particularly at Anfield, starting in this in this match, is going to be poised. Uh, they're the deepest team. They're the team that actually fits into the rhythm that they like to play, um, particularly with their fans. I, I would still have to say, if you look at all four right now today, and you had to bet one of the one of the four, you'd want to bet on Liverpool, just on current form and the way that they play, that they're built for this type of tournament. So, I mean, when I looked at Liverpool, it's a little bit more difficult. 1.5 minus one and a half goals minus 115 is the bet that I would take in this particular match. Uh, thinking if they can score the first one that they'll open up the second because that will have to open up Unai Emery's Villarreal. The money line is a little pricey at minus mm -hmm. 325. So I would tend to go towards the over, over 2.5 minus 160, which is not a bet, uh, not a bad bet. You know, thinking that both teams could possibly score and you'd have three goals or Liverpool scores three. Uh, you know, this could be a 2-1, it could be a 3-0 for Liverpool, but I think Liverpool definitely does the business at home here. Completely, completely agree with you on the Reds here. I think this team has been yeah. terrific. My only concern with both them and Man City before we have an All-English final is fatigue because they've played so many games. But I think against Villarreal, if Salah yeah. or uh, Sadio Mane can get them on the score sheet first, this thing opens up. And I think that Jurgen is the best coach or manager, regardless of sport, in the world. All due respect to Pep Guardiola. But I think Jurgen's unbelievable. I want to talk about a team that's had a little bit of issue, immense talent, four of probably the 10 best players over the last two decades in, in world football, with obviously Lionel Messi coming over now, Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, and of course, Sergio Ramos, who to me has, I don't know how you can be this great and actually be underrated, but I think Ramos has been a little <laughs> bit underrated in his career, maybe because the Spanish club has had so many great players including uh, Casillas and, of course, yeah. uh, PK and all these guys along the way. But tell me why PSG continuously fails 
in Champions League when you look at the talent that this team has? Well, I think it's a big jump from playing week in and week out in a league. I love league on. I yeah. think a lot of pundits overlook it and think it's an easy league. It definitely isn't an easy league. And if you look at how they've been exporting and producing and developing players that have gone into the English Premier League, into Serie A, into Bundesliga for so many years, they're one of the best um, uh, producing grounds in world football. But it is tough to make the jump. Think of Bayern Munich when they'd always be ahead in the league and then it came time to go to those next levels in Champions League that you're just not in the the same kind of challenging form uh, in Europe that you need to be to make that jump. And I think that's been part of it. The same thing when you look at the old Matra Racing. Maybe you'll remember back when I played in France, it was the richest club in the world. They bought Enzo Francescoli, Pierre Lavarsky, Luis Fernandez, and they couldn't win the big tournaments, and they were the richest club in the world. And money doesn't buy teams. You've got to have a leader that drives these players. And, you know, I, I was talking about the Ted Lasso could be Steve Kerr of the Warriors <laughs> going over to Paris Saint-Germain as a joke because he understands what team football is and understanding both sides, how you defend and how you um, actually attack as well. And I think that you need to have a figure. They're talking right now, Antonio Conte would like to take the job and Pochettino might go back to Tottenham. I'm hearing Zinedine Zidane, although he he's actually poised to take the job after Didier Deschamps does the World Cup in 2022. Under Nazar Al-Khalife, the, the owner there who has Leonardo. So, I mean, if you had a figure, somebody who's been there, who's done that, and has the drive, that has the dressing room, right, that can kind of squeeze the lemon of these superstar players, and I don't want to say divas, but you got to have <laughs> the right chemistry. You have to have a player like Marcel Desailles, or you have to have a player like N'Golo Kante, or a Didier Deschamps when he played behind a Zidane that does the work in the midfield. Right now, you have... 10, 11 players that all want to wear the tuxedo. And that doesn't work in football. You have to have good balance. Hey, don't forget about my guy in the back line, Lillian Taram. He was the yes. best, one of the best of all time. Hey, that is a great shout. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. we got about a minute left. Real quickly, if I made you in charge of any club in the world and you could hire one manager, Pep, uh, Jurgen, whomever it may be, Conti, who are you bringing in? Ooh, God, right now. Uh, yeah, well. I, I think I would take Zidane right now. Really? You know, I would take Zidane uh, uh, because I think if you could hire any manager, like, say, for example, Paris Saint-Germain, I would take Zidane because there is a mystique. Mm. I've had the pleasure, uh, fortunately, to call all these games of Real Madrid and Barcelona and Paris Saint-Germain. I know Pep pretty well. When Zidane walks into a room, everything goes quiet. <laughs> you know, there was Cristiano and Marcelo and the other players, and my son Michael said, Dad, there's this. He was the only one he wanted to take a picture with. Man. Zidane is like an extraterrestrial when he walks into a room. <laughs> he Great command, analogy. Commands that presence. He is Christopher yes. Sullivan there, former U.S. men's national team player, helping us preview the Champions League. Christopher, we appreciate you joining us. Hope all is well and talk soon. My pleasure, guys. Thank all you. right, we wrap things up on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with 
Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers gives you more reasons to root, root, root for the home team with a 20% profit boost on all MLB games. Log on today and place your bets on the money line, point spread, or who will hit the long ball, and you'll earn a 20% profit boost on any baseball game. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Peanuts and hot dogs not included. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app and place your bets. By the way, if you can predict who's going to hit a home run today in baseball, I'd be impressed. I'd also say please text me as well so I can put down some money on that. <laughs> exactly. as well. This is the final segment of Odds On. Femi and Bebefe filling in for Mike Palm and Malsha as always here at the Circle Resort and Casino. And we're at the 45-minute mark, so it's always the best time of the show. Time for a little Amal in. Yeah, my man Britton messed up my Hawks play from the other day, so we got the record correct, 72-52. and 52. <laughs> uh, Taking the Miami Heat minus 6.5. Femi, I talked about this earlier. This Heat team has dominated this series Outside of that fourth quarter in Atlanta in game three, they have been clearly the better team. If you look at over 12 quarters, I would say that Miami probably for about nine to 10 quarters has been the clear team in this series. I think they finish it out. When you look at Atlanta right now, it's a tall task. Lou Williams being out has hurt this team, but no Kyle Lowry again tonight in the lineup for the Miami Heat. Won't matter. Jimmy Buckets and company get it done. And you've talked about this. You have Miami at five to one to win the conference. No respect for a number one seed a great coach in Spo. Nobody talks about Spo because he won those titles with Wade and LeBron. But the reality of it is this guy continuously does a great job. Yeah, he's a terrific head coach. And they have home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs in the Eastern Conference. So uh, hopefully Miami can come home for me. Their defense, too, is terrific. I mean, I was watching the game the other night. They had a series where they were just everyone was switching on to the ball handlers. And they absolutely clamped down on the Hawks. So that is a mall in Nothing from the palm reader. Do we have anything? From no, nothing from the palm reader. Uh, uh, he might tweet out some later on. You know, I want to go back to the point you made about the switches. Mm-hmm. You saw Golden State switch out every time when a Joker was guarding somebody, and they would get them the ball and they would ice them. And it was unbelievable how much trouble Denver was getting into defensively. And I think Miami deserves a ton of credit for having guys that can guard different positions. That makes a huge difference. Bam Adebayo is probably defensive player of the year if he doesn't get hurt earlier in the season. I mean, he missed about 25, 26 games, but he probably wins that award because he is one of the more versatile defenders for a big guy. Absolutely valuable piece. So no Palm Readers playbook there, but we do have a little Femi's fire. We got a little Femi's fire. I haven't been handicapping single NBA bets because they've been kicking my (laughs) you-know-what. So I just stuck to the series prices and the futures bets, but I have been diving deep into these draft props. Bet one last night, and this will be Quay Walker, the Georgia linebacker. Quay Walker under 39.5 at plus 105. Found this over at the Westgate earlier last night. And he's a guy that, I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of buzz around him. He's long, he's rangy, really fast. Another member of the Georgia Bulldog defense there. And I think that he has a really good chance to go ahead of N'Kobe Dean, who was the star of that Georgia defense, just because he not only is a linebacker, but also provides some of that pass rushing ability. So his versatility and his athleticism I think leads him to being pushed up the draft board. So Quay Walker under 39 and a half. That number is now long gone. I saw 34 and a half now. Maybe if you want to get involved, maybe bet him to go in the first round or maybe bet him on a long shot to be the first linebacker taken because right now the favorites, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Yeah, Lloyd's a guy who looks like he might get in the first round, may not, but somewhere in that top 40 range for sure. And Walker's another guy to pay attention to. Remember, Georgia had a historically great defense. I think people forget how good Georgia was defensively because of what Alabama did to them in the SEC championship Mm -hmm. game. But the reality of it is throughout the course of the season, they negated and just absolutely suppressed every offense they faced. From what I've been reading, there's a chance we could see a little Walker Walker from the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the They love Quay Walker at 33, but that's only if he makes it there. Good chance he could sneak into the first round. All right, let's turn our attention back to tonight's NBA card. We dove into Atlanta, Miami. So let's look at Minnesota, Memphis. The series tied two games apiece. Memphis regained home court 
at the Twin Cities there. Memphis right now, six-point favorites, total 231.5 in this game. And it feels like the Grizzlies are kind of back in control, but we saw Carl Anthony Towns in the last game at least rise to the occasion after a bad game in game three. Yeah, I thought it said a lot about the resilience of Minnesota to bounce back after squandering a 25-point lead at home in Game 3 where you could have seized control of the series. Now they've got to win a second game in Memphis. I don't know if they'll be able to do that, whether mm -hmm. it's in Game 5 or Game 7 potentially. But when you look at this team, they shot the ball extremely well in Game Number 1. Game 3, the better team for the majority of that game. Yeah. Game 4, they did a really nice job. So to me, at this point in time, they're neck and neck with Memphis. And we see this line coming down half a point from 6.5 to 6, and rightfully so. I mean, it's hard to back Memphis right now simply because they have not shown enough to justify them being such a large favorite in a series that's been probably as competitive as anyone out there mm -hmm. outside of New Orleans and Phoenix. Yeah, no, I took a little Memphis at, I believe it was minus 135, the series price when yeah. they were, when it was 1-1 going into Minnesota. I was like, I think this could be a buy low spot here on the Grizz, but they're minus 300 right now in the series price. Like you mentioned, I wouldn't really get involved with that. Anthony Edwards in that knee could be an issue for Minnesota there because he's kind of been the spark. He's the youthful guy that I mean, he doesn't really, he doesn't know what he doesn't know that he's supposed to be nervous in these games here. He is unafraid, but if he's not at full strength, it's going to be all on towns, which could be tough with two of these next three potentially being in Memphis. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the one guy that's gone a little bit under the radar that's capable for this team is D'Angelo Russell. Mm -hmm. He's the guy that's been an elite scorer, number two overall pick in the draft several years back. Very capable. For me, the question is, can Memphis defend the three-point shot? That is where Minnesota has really made their bones. If they yeah. continue to shoot the ball the way they did in game number one, the way they have for the majority of the series, I think Memphis could be in trouble. Starting to see a little bit of line movement here with that Hawks heat game. I'm seeing Caesars just went to seven after being at six and a half. So a little line movement in your favor. Last game of the night, the nightcap, New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Phoenix Suns. This series surprisingly tied at two. Devin Booker has been sidelined with the hamstring injury. Phoenix coming back home after getting beat down in NOLA in game four. Suns six and a half point favorites in this game. Total 214 and a half. Do you think we get Phoenix to bounce back, or does the Pelicans give them another good game? Well, I think they're going to be competitive, but I think Chris Paul's got a monster game in him tonight. I think this is a guy that's been a leader for a long time in this league, future Hall of Famer. I think he plays extremely well, and this is going to be a fired-up Suns crowd. It's not like they're going to be attending that Diamondbacks-Dodgers game right next door tonight, <laughs> so this would be an opportunity for them to be fired up in this one. I think, Phoenix, you've had too good of a season. 66 wins. You cannot yeah. squander the opportunity here. This would be an embarrassment. Look, McCollum's made a difference in this Pelicans team. Uh, you look at Valachunas, and then I think, I've said this a long time, Brandon Ingram, I love the quote that Mike Krzyzewski had about him. There's guys that are high maintenance, low maintenance, and Ingram is no maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> he has been terrific for this Pels team. The question is, can they get enough defense out of this team to be able to stymie the Suns offense? If they can do that, I think they got a great shot to cover the number, but I didn't bet this game, but I would mm -hmm. lean towards Phoenix at home. I think we're going to see Phoenix get a few more calls. Remember the complaints we heard yes. in game number four, and that's always a factor in the NBA in terms of the playoffs when we see free throw shooting. And I think Phoenix will get several more calls today. I like the Suns in this game, but again, I, I didn't lay the number. I think this is the perfect live betting game. We always talk about in-game betting with the NBA because the Pelicans in this group, they haven't been in a situation to where there's starting to be some expectations for them now. Now that they've tied the series of two, two people are thinking that, hey, maybe they can pull off this upset of the eight seed beating the one seed. They're going into a raucous environment there in the Valley of the Sun there. That Phoenix Trout is really a really good home court advantage. Whatever that team is great. And I, I, I'm curious to see how they respond. If Phoenix gets out to an early run, do the Pelicans get shell-shocked? Or do they have that resolve to get back into a game? Well, I think McCollum is a leader for this team, and I don't think he's ever going to be disturbed in any situation. Mm -hmm. He's fine. The biggest thing is when you look at it from a Suns perspective, you had a great season. You've got an opportunity to get back to the finals. There's one team you've got to beat out West, and that's the Golden State Warriors. And if Booker's healthy, you're very capable of doing that. You know, I, I think you're going to have a very fired-up crowd. You know, I mentioned this, and I was being a bit facetious, but at the same time, it's the reality. The Coyotes have been terrible. It's not mm -hmm. like anybody's been yelling at their games if they're in <laughs> attendance there. The Cardinals are not even sure what they're doing with Kyler Murray. This is the best team in the Valley right now, and this team is probably the best team in the Western Conference when healthy. Are they good enough right now to get through New Orleans? I believe they are. I think they win this series. I really believe they win in six. Okay, so you but think they... I do. I, I think they're too experienced, too talented. Uh, Bridges has been terrific. Um, I, I think this is a team that doesn't get enough credit because Booker's been out, but there have been a lot of other guys that have contributed successfully to the Phoenix success all year long. It's not just Booker. So would you take that plus 140 at DraftKings to set Suns in 4-2, or would you maybe go that minus 275 to give yourself a little bit of a buffer? 
Now, I would lay the I would go plus one forty because there's a huge distinction between the two seventy five as well as the Pels have played. I think Phoenix at the end of the day is a more complete basketball team, more experienced. Yeah. And in the NBA playoffs, we've seen it for decades, right? It took, you know, the Pistons going through the Celtics, it took the uh the Bulls going through the Pistons. Pistons All yep. these teams have to go through that. And I think it's a similar situation here. New Orleans, young up and coming team. I'd love to see Zion in the lineup and how effective they can be. But until we get to that point in time, you still have to respect a team that has found a way to win 66 games during the regular season um, and playoffs. So give them a ton of credit. Yeah. Plus 140 is very interesting to me. I looked at the series price for a second after game four. I was like, okay, everyone has Pelicans fever. Maybe there's some value here on the Suns. But without Devin Booker, and Devin Booker, this stretch right here is really shown that he is their best player. Like Chris Paul is probably their leader and their most important player in terms of galvanizing the team. But the guy that makes them go is Devin Booker. He's 30 a night. He's going to be first team all NBA and they really miss him. You're absolutely right. You know, on Booker, I was a little bit lukewarm for a couple of years. I thought he was the guy that put up numbers on a bad team, mm -hmm. but can you score when the chips are down, when you're everybody's focal point and he's been able to continuously do that. And that makes a big difference in terms of how this team goes. And they're going to need him in the stretch run, but right now they can get through these two games. All right, that does it for the show. It's fun working with you again, buddy. We'll do Absolutely. it again tomorrow. We'll see if we have Looking more forward fun. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Christopher Sullivan, former U.S. Men's National Team player, for joining us and helping us break down the Champions League. Coming up next, betting across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 